Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hello, beautiful babies. Hello. I'm tired. Hello. Sleepy Haley is sleepy. We're also joined by the mysterious L. Bonjour, my babies. I don't know why uh, I decided to go French today. I haven't especially done or, or seen anything French. Oh, no, I know what it was. A fellow on the train the other day uh, got some very rude service by somebody. And I think it was because, like, I was just like, oh, it's obviously because English is not his first language. And I heard him at one point just be like, I don't speak English well. I speak French. <laughs> And the person was just like, get off the train. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that person is not trying to beat this guy uh, any, like, halfway at all. No. Nope. And I couldn't help but eavesdrop a little because I was waiting two hours for a train because my first train broke and didn't arrive. So I was sitting there waiting for my train and then I couldn't help but just, like, eavesdrop a little bit on the conversation. At one point, like, the we'll, we'll just say Town X is the town that he wanted to get to, and Town Y is the next stop on the line, which is where the train terminates. So we're at Town Y, baby. Like, I, I, it's it's where the train stops. So he, like, is confused. He's just like, uh, Town X? And they're like, no, this is Town Y. And he's just like, Town X? Like, what, like, what happened to Town X? Like, clearly we passed Town X. I'm sort of confused about that. And one lady was just like, what are you saying? And he was just like, Town X. And she was like, never heard of Town X. Get off the train. I was like, what do you mean never heard of it? It's one <laughs> of the fucking stops on your route. I heard the guy from 30 feet away clearly. It's pretty obvious what he said. Like, no amount of French accent is going to ruin the name of that town. Like, it was very obvious what he said. And she was just like, nope, never heard of it. Get off. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> these people are fucking unreal. I have a funny train story from the week. Also, yeah. involving someone getting kicked off. Hell yeah, us, uh, John Oliver, us and everybody. Let's go. That's right. He did freights. All right, train injury, <laughs> and I was totally watching a documentary about the Beast, the train. I the... also saw a documentary about the Beast. Interesting. Okay, wow. okay, we're being trade nerds today. Uh, ours is technically a light rail, but I like it. It has public transit energy. Um, but this week I was on it, and there was a guy. Um, at a stop and he like you know the doors opened and um he just he was in like a nice you know all white sweats look you know but like nice and he at that stop he just felt like it was time to whip it out and piss outside of that stop and at that moment there had to be like five or six security guards that just came and rushed and were like get the fuck off the train pisser you know like telling him he needs to get off the train, and it's so, like... So the train stops, the door is open, and he just pulls it out from the train and just pisses uh -huh. on the platform? It's nice. like, time time to take a quickie, which is, like, innovative. I turned around. I was, like, I was in his section, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be rude. So I just kind of, like, averted my eye, let him do his business, and, the, you know, all the security guards, you know, kicked him off the train. 
they like hard kicked him off. They made sure he was completely off the platform. Um, they didn't arrest him or call the police as far as I could tell, which is good. But then they immediately were like, because it was just a bunch of them hungry with power, turn around at me and they're like, let me see your ticket, ma'am. And it's like, come on, man. I just saw that guy's dick. Like, come on, leave me alone. Um, so that was my train experience of the week. Well, one of them. Do they have the authority to question you for your ticket? Is like yeah, the- that's all they do. That's all they really can do. I've talked to oh, these. So, so this wasn't real cops. This was just like train security. These are train security. All they can uh, do okay. is ask you for your ticket and kick you off the platform. But they also have the authority to like, um, you know, uh, like zip tie you until the real authorities come. There was a guy that was really excited to tell me that one time. <laughs> was he like a BDSM enthusiast? Try to like share you a hot tip. He was just a guy <laughs> really happy with the little bit of power that he had on the train. He was oh, a train this archer. Is a, this is a security guy. Yeah, it was a train security guard telling you. I thought, I thought you, this like, was like a victim telling you. We just have like, the power hey. to detain you until the real police get here. <laughs> nice. What an incredible power. You know who else has that power? I think any citizen, if the if the situation warrants it. Literally. <laughs> Like, 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 if I saw somebody, like, strangling a little kid in the street, and I, like, tackled them and just held on to them until a cop showed up, I don't think I'm going to jail for that. I think they're going to be like, you did the right thing. You know? <laughs> like, that's pretty nice of you to, like, stop that guy from murdering that person. Like, thanks. I, I agreed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess provided you don't decide, this is my moment. Time to use my MMA training to kill this person. <laughs> Which, that's a bridge too far. We discussed it many times on the show. But yeah. it's just like, try not to kill anybody, you know? That's yeah. like, you can subdue yeah. somebody in plenty of ways to kill them. Especially mm-hmm. once they're already subdued. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please don't go to the full Rittenhouse. You might get you might get away with it legally, but morally, you're still a scumbag. And that's what Rittenhouse is dealing with now. So, yeah. Yeah, you really don't want that Bob's Big Boy curse upon you because no. that will make you look fucking plumb ridiculous. This podcast yes. is anti-murder for the most part. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> You know, don't paint us with such so wide a brush. Okay. I mean, just the other day we were, you know, we were we were saying about, hey, could have gone the other way with that Chauvin guy. You know, we're that's not just saying- fate. <laughs> that's I'm not saying anything. I'm just, it's just it could happen. Sometimes a Nazi falls down some stairs, and on those <laughs> stairs are like knives that are sticking up. So it appears that they got stabbed a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, generally the podcast, you know, 99% of the time we're like, hey, murder is pretty bad. And then 1% of the time it's just like, well, you know, there's an exception that makes the rule. We covered our, hedging our bets, covered our bases. You never want to be 100% for or against anything. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm only there's... 99% anti-Trump because 1% yeah. of me is going to need to become 100% of me if he does somehow become dictator of our country. Like, I'll have to channel that big 1% energy to just be like, oh, Trump's great. Love that guy. Always have. <laughs> because, because I'm not going to want some dumb cop to kick open my door. Uh, that'll be great. Oh, I, I, uh, some some uh, Democrat DSA activist was like, here's what to do after Trump Trump is reinstalled in 2025. They have this like checklist of ways to like prepare yourself beyond like being a combat medic and like storing provisions. And, it, and then people were like, bro, you could just, you know, vote for Biden in 24 and prevent Trump, Trump in 25. And he's like, Yes, Jeff. And it was just like I think I, I think filling an oval is a little easier than learning how to address a gunshot wound. No, he's it's old. It's still a good so. thing to learn. You should still learn how to address a gunshot wound. You should basic <laughs> medic skills are good to learn. How to dress or address? 
Both. Those are two different. Those are two different skills. Both of them. You should address it, and you should dress it. Yeah. When you encounter it, you should be like, "And a good and a fine day to you, <laughs> bullet wound." Yep. And then you should get to the. And then you, you should, should, should feel field dressing it. <laughs> in fact, if I, you're in a real hurry, you could field address it and just be like, "Yo, what's up?" And then that's that's acceptable. You, you, yes. We don't stand on circumstance here. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the mass unit of polite greetings to your to your wounds and injuries. Just just get to it. Ah, so uh, so it's so it's the injury that's popular, like despite all reason and sanity, like popular in a way that defies logic, popular in a way that really speaks to the zeitgeist of the time. Like, yes. Every time I hear about how popular Mash was at the time, because Mash was fucking crushing it, dude. Like Mash was so popular, and whenever I hear about that, I'm just like, dude, our country was depressed, man. This show is hard to watch. Like, I know it's allegedly like a comedy show that's got some really serious dramatic moments, but dude, like the whole thing takes place in the fucking war. Like, it's, 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 like it's not a fun romp. When you're watching it, you're just like, oh god, it's this whole thing has like a malaise to it. It's really tough to wade through. You even got some guy cracking wise. It's like, shut up. Yeah, you know, lies are on the line. Yeah, the show is just like a bunch of gallows humor, and then one of the major plot points a lot of times is, oh, this patient has suffered a severe injury and may or may not make it. And a lot of times they just don't. Like, I remember... Yeah, if, they're, a- if they're, like, consoling a sad doctor, then the next episode, he's just like, waka waka. Yeah, and then the next episode's just, Hawkeye chasing skirts. Uh, you just He just can't help himself. He's, he's so just horny, got- you know? Yeah. There's not a lot of women around. This is just a virile man, but this was the same fucking studio executives that came out with Hogan's Heroes, which I mean, my god, like me looking, me looking back at like the Vietnam shit and just be like, that's kind of Korean War, whichever one Mash was, and just be like, that's kind of fucked up. I can only imagine the people with like with with sanity in like the seventies or whatever that seeing Hogan Heroes and they're just like, what's happening? Like, what? How is this allowed? This is fucking crazy. <laughs> I think my favorite bit of trivia for Hogan's Heroes is that both Colonel Klink and Sergeant Schultz were played by Jewish men, and they had it in their contracts that they could never win in any episode. They always had to be outwitted because they always wanted the Germans to like look bad. They call that the reverse diesel. Yes. <laughs> now, I know technically Vin Diesel's thing should be the reverse he- Hogan's Heroes, but not, no, it's also a Vin Diesel's contract that, he, that, that his thing comes first. Yeah, damn right. Even in time, even in the time uh, paradigm, Vin Diesel is ahead of people that came before him. I love how both he and The Rock allegedly have that shit in their contracts. They're like, "Hey, I have to look, I have to look awesome all the time." <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, I heard their fight scene literally has to be choreographed so they each had an exactly equal amount of offense, and they were both dominant for an equal amount of time in the yeah, fight. Yeah, it was like it was like when when Who Framed Roger Rabbit got uh, Mickey Mouse and. Bugs Bunny or whatever uh, on screen at the same time, and it was like literally to the syllable they had to get the exact amount of dialogue. Fucking crazy. Yes. It's like, guys, just make some art, you know? Just like, get together try to make a little art. Like, it's cool if we want to make money off of it, too. Like, I'm not... It's not in our contract. (laughs) I'm sorry. But the thing is, it's like, Vin Diesel, I do really genuinely think, believes in the Fast and Furious product. Like, whether or not the audience likes where he wants to take it, I think he does believe that he's tried to make a thing, but he just, his ego keeps getting in the way of allowing him to actually use his character to say something. Because how am I supposed to care about Dominic Toretto if I know that contractually he can't lose? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. oh no, he's he's on the dam, there's like a helicopter and a missile launcher on each side, like, a, like the nuke is coming, there are locusts, like, he's got the cybernetic bug disease. 
how's he gonna get out of this one? And then he's just gonna he's just gonna do it. He's just gonna do it. Family or whatever. <laughs> Literally about to talk about the cookout. In, 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 <laughs> incredibly thinly veiled Christianity metaphors and family. He's gonna look down at his big cross and he wears it every frame, every movie, and he's gonna be like family and also Christ. But we don't say that part out loud because we want to appeal to a larger audience. But family, Christ. <laughs> and then get through it, you know? Yeah. Okay, I think we've amped enough, and it's time for us to get into the amuse-bush. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bush. Two great tastes that go terrible together, like getting your shitty chocolate in my shitty peanut butter. Uh, here comes Elon Musk and Alex Jones, because apparently there wasn't enough of that combo previously when it was still allowed. Uh, so we're getting a run back, and for more on that, I'll turn it over to Mike. Mike, what's going on with Elon and his best his, his bestie, Alex Jones? So Alex had a did a show with Tucker Carlson that was on uh, Twitter, and that led to this groundswell of people being like, "Hey, let's just bring Alex back full time to Twitter." And then Elon, because he's a gutless coward who doesn't want to have any accountability for his actions threw up a quick little Twitter poll saying, hey, should Alex be allowed back on this site? And of course, because th- th- that immediately got rebroadcast to all sorts of right-wing forums and message boards, uh, Alex won in a landslide and had his account reinstated. Uh, remember, a year ago, Elon Musk talked about how he was cradling his dying baby in his arms. And as his baby took their last breath before perishing, Elon vowed, no one who ever talks ill of dead children will ever be allowed on my platform. And that's why Alex couldn't be allowed back. But uh, sorry, Elon's dead kid. Uh, Daddy needs to make some money because... Sorry, my fake story. It's out the window now because I need some money. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I need some quick cash and getting Alex Jones back on my my platform will probably get a few more eyeballs on it. So the people who do want to advertise here might get some more sales. So uh, yeah. Sorry, dead kid who actually died in my wife's arms. Uh, I, uh, you can go, you can piss up a rope. The bucket yeah. food sales will Elon, probably go up. <laughs> Elon's still gonna piss it wide when a bunch of fucking advertisers lose his platform. The second Alex shows, it's like, no, Jewish children aren't really children; they're goblins, parallel dimension. It's like, okay, oh, yes. Jesus Christ, whoa! All right, now that's all right. That's great. It does. It's yeah. just like we're good forever on this, and it'll be like Bob Iger, you're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I and and that's coming. I mean, Alex can't control himself. He is a drunkard who has all kinds of emotional issues and can't stay on the straight and narrow ever. So yeah, he th- this is going to go really poorly. Uh, uh, Elon, Alex, uh, Michael Flynn, and a bunch of other grifters all got together in a giant Twitter space where they all like said dumb shit and were stupid and awful for a long time. Vivek was pissing. That was the highlight of the whole thing was Vivek, runs, uh, Vivek on mic, unmuted, just took a piss and everyone could hear it. And yeah, then he, and the craziest part was you could still hear like the traffic on the train platform right next to him. It was <laughs> yes. just wild. Then he, then he got bubbled by some cops. It was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rupswami, please don't do that. Shut up. I'm rich. I can do anything I want. God damn it. Now we have to arrest him. <laughs> wow, Mike. Do you really do you really think that the, the, the hypothetical police in the state of Arizona guarding this precious train platform can identify the exact like identity of a brown person from 20 paces. Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. 
they, at, at best, they'd already have him like zip tied, like up on his feet, like walking him off the platform, or whatever. They'd just be like, "Oh shit, did I see you rapping on the internet?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please don't kill me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So this is this is our brave new world where we're just gonna let everybody on Twitter for forever. But uh, and what's really funny about this is that. There were so many people inside of QAnon that were just like, yeah, our boy Alex is is back and he's doing it and he's speaking truth. And what's so great about this is that Q themselves declared that Alex and all of his buddies are Mossad funded disinformation and that they're bad people who are bad. And I saw a few QAnon promoters who were like, hey, everybody, uh, FYI, Alex Jones sucks. Uh, our boss told us so. So maybe dial it back a little. And pretty much everybody else was like, get bent, nerds. Alex Jones is the man and we love him. So like, we have that little like rift inside of QAnon between the people that just want a grifter to tell them what they want to hear and the people who've actually read the text. And know that Alex is supposed to be a baddie. Which always makes me laugh because QAnon and Alex literally say the exact same thing. There's not a difference at all. But they hate each other in kayfabe. Because, like, Alex blames QAnon for January 6th. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, we were about to get the election overturned. And then the dumb, dumb QAnon people broke into, uh, they were tricked by the FBI and then knocking down the doors of the Capitol. And the next thing you know, Biden's president. Way Way to screw it up, QAnon, you idiots. So... Unlike yeah. the InfoWars followers who definitely didn't storm the Capitol. Absolutely not. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, if you've ever heard like the live action of that day, because Alex is in the Capitol, so he has like the B team like in the studio. And I think it was like, oh, it was like either Owen Schroyer or one of the other goons, like literally declared Patriots have captured the Capitol. It was like some statement like that. He's, they're just like, yeah, we did it. We're kicking their asses. We're winning. And then. Finally, after like like an hour or so of them just monitoring the attack, they finally get to through to Alex, and they're like, "Hey, Alex, this is great. Patriots are kicking ass. We're taking names. We've conquered the capital. The deep state's running." And 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 Alex is the only one who sees that this is bad news. And Alex is like, "Shut up! Shut up! The deep state did this." And 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 his buddies. Oh, Alex is Antifa. Oh, it's Antifa! There's a, oh no! Oh, that, that person's got a translized matter patch, Antifa. Boo! Yes. <laughs> and, and his minions in the studio are like, Alex, but we're, we're winning. What do you mean? And Alex is like, No, shut up, shut up. This this is bad for our long term product. This is bad for the brand. Like, if we had actually, you know, like I don't know, conquered the Capitol and killed Congress and it had reinstituted Trump as a dictator, maybe this would play, but. The fact that we are obviously not going to stop this election with this dumb stunt, I got to start coming up with a spin ASAP. So, yeah. All he saw was more legal issues. (laughs) Yes, literally. I mean, and... I mean, but that's his his whole life, right? Yes. That's all he sees. It's it's like a Tootsie Roll commercial. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because, like, when you listen to him, I mean, every now and then he gets a little optimism, but... Most of the time now, he's pretty much just drunk on air, like talking about, hey, if you guys don't want to buy my dick pills to keep me on the air, then fine. Fuck it. I guess God wants me to quit. Let Joe Rogan run this movement. That's fine. I pilled Rogan, so I guess he'll be a good replacement. He's 
so bitter. He's such a sad little baby that he ran himself into so much legal trouble that he has, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for him anymore. He's just playing out the string until eventually a court is like, yo, Alex, it's time to uh, cough up your first giant check to the Sandy Hook families because uh, that's how this works. And then he's going to be like, I don't have that. They're like, okay, now we're going to liquidate all your shit. That's not your private resident, your, your primary residency. That's the only thing we can't take from you legally. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Fuck that guy. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the worst, the only thing uh, that sucks about Alex Jones getting his ass paddled in court the way he has is that we can't take even more from him. Yeah, it would it would be it would be great if there was even more that could be taken from him. Like the fact that well, he still has a platform at all means that he has it. Like I don't want I don't want him to be able to have a cell phone, you know, or a computer. Like you know, maybe a TV so that way he doesn't like lose his mind or whatever, whatever jail cell he's in. But like I don't want him. I, I want him in prison. And I don't want him talking to anybody. Like using the internet, that would be great. Yes, that would be that would be a proper outcome for all this shit. That would be absolutely the right possible, the right course of action here. But you know, and in that- prison, he would have an audience. He could talk to his fellow prisoners and try to convince them about the gay frogs. That would be fine. Everybody wins. Yes, especially us because he's gone forever at that point. That would yeah, be the that would be way. the best part. Uh, okay, moving on to other people who are shippers that we hate. It's time to talk about Rudy Giuliani who is having a bad week, which means it's a good week for everybody else on Earth. Good for He's us. still alive? He is, Unfortunately. Yes. At some point, his whole face is going to slough off, and just, like, he will just be a chattering skull oozing black ichor from uh, various unseen dark orifices. But until that time, he's still alive. And this week, he's making headlines. Well, boosh lines. Mike, what's the boosh line for Rudy Giuliani today? <laughs> Well, uh, our boy Rudy, uh, he decided to pull an Alex Jones where he refused to comply with the courts about his defamation case against the two uh, Georgia election officials who uh, tried, who were just doing their jobs. And Rudy accused them of basically stealing the 2020 election in Georgia and giving it to uh, Joe Biden. So uh, he has already been found guilty because he basically, uh, the judge was like, Hey, are you going to present a defense? And then he was like, you know, not really. And they were like, fine, you lose. So now he is in court and the lawyers for the, for the two women that he uh, defamed are basically asking for tens of millions of dollars. They're asking to, for Rudy to be crushed a la Alex. And Rudy's response to this was after uh, one day of court, he went outside the court and continued to defame the women. He continued to talk shit about them during the trial in which he has already been found guilty of defaming them. So this whole idea of him having any uh, contrition or remorse or that he's seen the error of his ways and maybe they shouldn't take him for every penny he has, that all seems to be going out the window right now because Rudy's really, really working hard to make sure he gets absolutely crushed by this jury. And the the, uh, the judge has ruled that Rudy's current statements are probably going to be used against him, that uh, his continued bullshit is something that is acceptable to be put before the jury. So uh, good, good job, Rudy. I really hope this goes absolutely as poorly as it possibly can uh, before you are convicted in criminal court in the Georgia election fraud case for your uh, actual crimey crimes that you can go to jail for. So I hope he is both made broke and incarcerated at the end of all this shit. 
isn't he already sort of already like turning out his pockets and having moths fly out from just getting cut off of the Trump tee and just getting like wailed on in court already? Oh yeah, I mean he, he was he was he was doing the cameos before Santos was. I mean Rudy was just so desperate for cash. I remember back in the back in the Halcyon days of Sarge, we were talking about how we could get Rudy to record our intro for us because he's just so hard up for cash. Like, hey Rudy, read this script for the Adventures in Hell World podcast. Okay, as long as the check clears, I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, we we weren't quick enough on the draw with George Santos. We need to we need to start keeping a more vigilant eye on when when one of these like people are about to flame out because they inevitably turned a cameo for their last desperate cash grab and yes. see if we can. See, see, see which of these dumb conservative losers we can put a fucking financial gun to the head of and just be like, yeah, that's right. Record a bump for our liberal podcast, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> McCarthy. Try to get McCarthy. See if McCarthy will... Uh, McCarthy's on his way up. He, McCarthy doesn't need cameo. He's not He's not in dire straits the way those other idiots are. You're right. Let's try yeah, yeah, there. But again, we just have to keep a, we, we have to keep a better eye on it, you know? Yeah, Bobert. Bobert is a prime example. If she loses her congressional seat this, in this upcoming election, oh, Bobert's an absolute slam dunk for cameo, one hundred percent. And then we're going to be dipping into the podcast funds, and I'll be having her say all sorts of stuff into a can for me. But only on the front <laughs> <of> the <air>. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, oh man, that would be absolutely great. Especially if we just don't tell them what it is. Like, there's a good chance that we could just trick them and just be like, hey, yeah, we have a political podcast. If we want to record a thing for it, it'd be great. You know. It'd just be like maybe we could just sign off God and like sign and like sign off the the message or whatever. Just like Godspeed, Patriots. Just like trying to just be like, oh shit, they know the lingo, they're coded, and then we get <laughs> we trick them into doing it. <laughs> we just have Lord Bobert saying all of our shit. That'd be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> what a magic! What uh, a magical world that would be. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of magical already... world. Yep. Go ahead. In our next boost topic, we get to talk about somebody who's not a piece of shit, or at least like not a piece of shit as far as we know yet, because everybody can surprise you. But I'm still basking in the radiant glow of Obama. Remember Obama? Oh, uh, everybody, take a moment to remember Obama, and then uh, we'll discuss Obama the movie? Question mark. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Barack Obama is is the producer of a movie called Leave the World Behind, which is now the new smash hit on Netflix. And this is a movie Sounds that like is a New in... World Order thing to me. You know what I mean? It's right in the headline. They're rubbing it in our faces. Yes. <laughs> L is already properly pilled about this movie. This He already gets where we're going. Oh, is that really this. it? Is that really where we're going? Yep, it absolutely is. Oh, perfect. Ah, nailed it. I, I don't know how... <laughs> I'm not sure if the audience appreciates how little I actually know about this stuff going into it usually. So I, I did just blind guess that one. Incredible. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> so... Basically, this is a movie about uh, so, sort of a like terrorist attack and an, an assault on the America's infrastructure that leads to all sorts of chaos and panic and like and basically like society kind of breaking down and how people are struggling to deal with that and fighting to not have society crumble. And the, basically, the sort of the, the kind of the overlying plot of the movie, which I haven't seen yet. But every QAnon person I've wa- I've been reading, they've hate watched this movie and they have taken copious notes. It is so funny. I love how these people are addicted to hating people so much that they will hate watch their products. Obama sure they love like note taking too. Yeah, they love homework. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Jamaica, oh. they're like, give me more math than I need. So, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
it's like so awesome that like any Obama movie that Netflix produces has an immediate built-in audience of QAnon people <laughs> who ha- who literally have to watch it because it's homework for them. They have to study the movies to break the secret code the Obama is, that Obama's giving them. Oh, it's so good. Look what I just sent uh, you. Oh, uh, is this is this in DM or in the chat? It, I texted it to you. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, so. They had all this stuff going on. Oh, uh, the only the only difference between Obama and Osama is the BS. Yeah, yeah, a little BS. Yeah, I, I saw this at a shirt. This, uh, I saw this shirt at a thrift store this week, and it, it feels fitting. Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it says yeah. It would absolutely have to be from a thrift store because we're dusting off that old chestnut, huh? <laughs> that wasn't yeah. it funny. Yeah. Oh God, it's yeah. so. And it just goes to show you how just stunted and miserable these people are, that they're still mad at Obama and he hasn't been president for like seven years. I mean, they're still mad at Hillary and she hasn't held she hasn't held office in forever. I mean, it's just this movement that's like frozen in amber, remembering all their enemies from a decade ago being like, ah. I remember when the when the black guy was president and he had that evil lady woman with him and she wanted to be president and then Trump beat her and that was great and then this old white guy beat Trump and I was mad, but he's an old white guy. So I really can't get that upset at him. So, I mean, it's just like, it's just so funny that they just have to have their villains like stay relevant. It would be like, uh, it'd be like a comic book series, not um, like, it'd be like DC comics, not doing a new Batman Joker story for like eight years. And people were like, you know, the Joker still hate him. That Joker. That no good, and it's like we, they haven't done anything with him for forever. They've retired the character effectively. It's like nope, don't care. Still mad. Also, at man, like imagine a world we live in where where people hated the Joker, where they were just like <laughs> they're like this, this mass murdering domestic terrorist clown who, by all rights, everyone should hate just at face value for those reasons. Uh, everyone's just like love that character so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I mean. And don't get me wrong, like the Joker is a great character, but I I he's he's great to hate and to loathe. A lot of these people want to fucking admire him because they're goofers. Yeah, like like there's like no, the Joker is not an anti-hero. He's not there's no hero in him. The Joker is just a villain. The character is villainous. No way, man. How... He hates society. That makes him a good guy. <laughs> I just, uh, it's also kind of, it's also canon that he's a domestic abuser against Harley Quinn. Nope, still, sweep that away. Still cool, still good. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. I mean, why doesn't she just leave him? You know? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. If she's got it so fucking bad, she can just leave. Yep. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> So they've been trying to decode this movie, and, and the initial decode is that this movie is um, the old uh, intergalactic contract law. The old the vampire has to ask your permission to enter the home. The bad guys have to tell you they're doing the bad thing and get your consent to do it to you. Nonsense. Where Obama is telling us about the impending attack that's going to shut down the American power grid and destabilize the world. And they have to do this because they're letting us know what they're going to do. And now that we have uh, accepted that in our hearts, when it happens, we will have given consent to it. We should watch this uh, movie and view it from the right wing perspective of how they're watching it. Because I feel like this movie is going to come back to haunt us for years to come. Oh, I'm sure it is, but I, and I, I probably will watch it at some point because it seems like it's uh, something that's in the zeitgeist, both for the nutty QAnon people and also for regular people who are like, this is a pretty good movie. 
Thumbs I love up how Jessica Dresden Mike. Just a normal movie. Yeah, I love how Jessica Dresden Mike Sounded watching it because it's like a it's it's a good guy movie, and like so that means he's he's gonna probably agree with the message or whatever. And he just has to he just has to watch it to absorb it, so that way he can understand when people are like just fucking just trashing it because they're lunatics. That'd be great. Oh, the, the, so the, um, one one lunatic who was I believe this is yeah this is QAnon John. So he took a uh, a promotional poster for it. And it, and it basically, there was a bunch of actors' names uh, on top of each other, and he was able to like circle where the word "ball" came into all their names because B A A L. Like if you if you if you look at it right, they line up, and he's like, "They're just throwing it in our faces. They're just admitting." And it's like, buddy, there's like seventy five names for Satan out there. You're gonna find it if you work that hard. It really isn't that tough. I mean, it's just like, oh my god! No way, dude. This one is a ball production. Yes, <laughs> this one is the ball for it all. <laughs> I yes. love, and I love how like all, all like any any amount of like controversy this stirs up is over such a nothing burger movie that I haven't even heard about. Netflix has so much content. Who cares about this? Nobody except for QAnon. It's really funny. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. It's time for us to move on to our recurring Bushy segment where we let our Arizona correspondent, Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, tell us what sort of flaming crater activity is happening in the conservative volcano that is Arizona. So take it away, Haley. Hello, everybody. It is me. Um, I'm also talking about a movie. I guess it's movie. It's movie season. You know, Movies and I'll- trains. <laughs> Movies and trains. Oscar season's around the corner, so everybody's trying to get their movie in, I guess. Y'all want to um, go see The Taking of Pelham 423 or whatever that movie's called? <laughs> um, it was the first trade movie that came to my head. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it was the first trade movie. Um, the Order Express. That was a, that's another that's one. That's a trade movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I can't really think of any more, but I'm sure there's more. Um, anyways, this is not a train movie. This is a movie about Arizona, because of course it is. Um, it's called State of Denial, Arizona. Um, it's coming out next week, actually, in a week from today. Um, no, just, just so I know what to expect going forward, this is a pro-Arizona movie or an anti-Arizona movie? Name could go it, either way. It's, it's, it's a movie about Arizona elections, because of course it is. So I guess it's an anti-Arizona movie in a way you know but it's it's people that say they want to save arizona and by save they mean you know keep it a right-wing shithole um so it just depends on your perspective i guess (laughs) but um (laughs) from my perspective it is the jedi who are the enemies (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, so is is this movie uh fictional or is it like a documentary is there like going to be a lot of like footage of carrie lake screaming and crying you are correct oh so So it's a it's it's kind of like uh dinesh d'souza shit you know like um how he does like the 2000 mules i'm giving you a documentary but it's a documentary of lies kind of movie but this is not Dinesh D'Souza. It's a wannabe Dinesh D'Souza couple. Um, th- their names are Matt and Joy Thaler. They 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 have a production company called Spiro Pictures. They made the document. 
quote-unquote documentary, The Trump I Know, Selection Code, which is the documentary about with Tina Peters, um, and then also Reawakening, the docuseries, which was like the series that that followed the the reawakening QAnon tour, you know, the Michael Flynn yep. kind of yeah. tour the, thingy. Yeah, the one that had the guys get claim they got hit with anthrax when they was obviously they all just got COVID, but they couldn't admit <laughs> it because because that would ruin their grift. They're like, yeah, they hit us with the bioweapon, the anthrax, and it was like no, or the air vents. Yes, because if it was anthrax, you'd be dead. That shit's real serious. <laughs> Um, so we've had a movie like this kind of before, not by the same people, but we did, we had the deep rig, which was about the audit, the Maricopa cyber ninjas audit. This one is going to be about Carrie Lake. It's going to be about the Carrie Lake, um, Carrie Lake losing and, um, also Abe Hamaday losing and then their court cases. Um, it's literally about their court cases. It's 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 with like, you know, Patrick Byrne is like really promoting it and like it's gonna it's gonna premiere on X. It's gonna premiere on Twitter. They're gonna they're gonna have it on Twitter and Rumble. Um but yeah, it's kinda oh, like the, I, the two premier Nazi social media sites. The big yeah. you know, the big the big two. Big I, I do want to throw in something quick for the people who don't or aren't deep into the lore here. Uh, Patrick Byrne was the former guy who ran Overstock.com, and uh, he is mostly famous for being a pilled lunatic and also for the fact that a Russian spy managed to successfully honeypot him. And basically, whatever she did to him, she probably got whatever information she could out of his rich ass before uh, leaving him high and dry. So those are the two things that he is well known for, being stupid. Stupid enough to be to Ooh, fall baby, for. Baby, you know what makes me so hot? Government documents or <laughs> overstock <laughs> secrets, please. Yeah, any sort of corporate documents makes me so wet. Yes. <laughs> that in large piles of your money. Yes, both of these things. What I think that broke his brain. Yeah, <laughs> he like yeah. denies that he he's like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't honey potted. It was a real relationship. He he, yeah. he maintains it was a real relationship. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a, a freak character in the greater universe, but he doesn't get reported on as much. Because yeah, um, he, he just doesn't have the bombast of Mike Lindell. He's mm-hmm. he's just as pilled and just as stupid as Mike Lindell, but he just doesn't have that ability to grab headlines by saying really dumb things publicly. Like, But you could still get money off him. I mean, he's still an idiot that will absolutely fund any right-wing project if you sell it to him right. And then when they all kind of started going after each other throat, each other's throats, like him and Flynn and Powell, he was like, "Sydney Powell tried to fuck me." <laughs> you remember, remember that? that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was the best when he was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, that trashy dame threw herself at me, but I, a pure man of Christ, rebuked that Jezebel." It's like, oh, it's I like, only fall for Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. I, I was never, I was never gonna fucking pursue that. She didn't ask me for classified fucking, you know, uh, <laughs> secrets regarding the transactional history of my company even once. Yes, <laughs> that's like no. foreplay to me, baby. It's mm-hmm. actually yeah, like it's hot doing it. Ooh, yes. you want to see these financial reports? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, 
Yeah, so that sounds like a wonderful quote unquote oh, documentary. I have to I sent you a photo cuz it's so it's about the Carrie Lake trials obviously cuz they're kind of acting as if in the Carrie Lake trials they're presenting real evidence of election fraud even though all her cases have been dismissed and actually just this last week three of her uh lawyers that have been involved with this the it's like that it, they're probably going to get like in they're going to face some discipline you know and like that case is kind of moving forward so this is coming out in the week that that's happening like and her lawyers are in the movie and like her one of her lawyers brian blem i sent you a photo of this guy what this is look explain this guy mike explain what this guy's wearing uh he's wearing a headband that is so goddamn hippie ass bullshit that (laughs) if if you told me this was a this was taken from a guy who's just never gotten over woodstock i would have believed you (laughs) it's just it's just a dude in a blue button-up shirt slacks but the but the headband just says, "Man, I am down to party." Let me tell you, lawyer by day, mescaline by night. I it's mean, like this beaded. Is a, yeah, it's like it's a beaded headband. A... He just oh sitting in his office like that's normal. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's one of the ones that might get disbarred. Can you imagine like being a secretary and you get a job at a law firm and you're like, oh man, I made it. Like I'm going to get like 35 (laughs) an hour paid time off 401k and you walk in and your lawyer boss is just wearing that bandana headband (laughs) and you're just like, what the fuck? Oh God. Maybe the shift manager at Burger King is a better option. Maybe I can get out of here. This fucking dude definitely has a crystal on his desk. Absolutely. And he is, is going to tell me what kind of powers it has. <laughs> it really yes. helps it really helps properly align the energy of the room, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, I need you to determine 15% of our staff. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those fucking those like those like guys that transitioned from like the 80s cocaine corporate mad mad lunatics to like the late 90s early 2000s corporate lunatics that were re- really into yoga retreats and like reiki and spiritual nonsense but at the end of the day they were still just like insane capitalists yeah. <laughs> yep oh, god so anyway we got another movie to watch um another lady that's in it that's kind of like presented as the star is shelby bush who i've definitely mentioned before but she's so local that nobody knows who she is but she patrick byrne like flew her out um when michael flynn Sidney powell and him had that like meeting with trump that were like hey maybe you should just like seize the seize the voting machines that'd be cool to be um, fair, that was only because trump said he wanted them to get him some bush from arizona True. And they just they they misinterpreted that one in mm-hmm. front of them. They were mm-hmm. like, it's a political thing. <laughs> Zing. Like we found a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so like classic classic nineties style stand up humor. Mm-hmm. Throwbacks. Um, and then the other person that's going to be in it is our local Gateway pundit correspondent Jordan Conradson. He is just a you know your typical gateway pundit hack who just like his job is kind of to get like bossed around by carrie lake here she snaps at him she's like jordan jordan um and then he writes fluff pieces about her he's also a domestic abuser allegedly um but 
So it's going to be like this local kind of documentary about like, yeah, the Carrie Lake election and how she's proven the truth, even though she hasn't won shit and all her lawyers are now getting disbarred as of this week. Um, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, these people also do a show, the, the directors for this also do a show with like a couple QAnon people about Hollywood. So this is going to be like pretty QAnon heavy. We should watch it, Mike. Um, oh. Don't you want to watch I'm- it? Oh, I live only to watch such things. I I have so much homework to watch now because I have (laughs) the Obama movie. I have this. I have my burning hatred of Rob Reiner. And I just saw like some producer of that podcast. I think they said there's like 12 episodes of this thing and not 10. And I was like, no, 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 Rob Reiner, (laughs) you piece of shit. You're dragging this out even more than I thought you could. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, I have I have a full plate of nonsense media to absorb and consume and take notes on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be exactly like a QAnon <laughs> person, just sitting. That I don't think people understand how QAnon warps your brain in that way, where you don't you don't passively consume media anymore. You don't just like watch the football game and be like, yeah, quarterback throw the ball. Or you don't watch the the sitcom and be like, ah, that guy told a funny joke. You're watching it intently to try to see if there's any Illuminati clues in the background or if any of the producers are on your enemies list or anything. Like you, you just have to be like hyper engaged with reality, which is just something that's super stressful for people because people just need to chill a lot during the day. Like you work and then when you go home, you're supposed to like lower your attention span, you're supposed to just relax and just let things like ease out so you don't stress out all day. But it's like, nope. Got to watch the Obama movie to see the hidden codes about how they're getting ready to depopulate the world through their like COVID death jab or whatever. I mean, it's just it just never stops with them. It's just I'm gonna relentless. really bury you in this sort of homework until we just sort of like accidentally transition into a film criticism podcast. <laughs> That'd be great. Then we're really gonna <laughs> spread our wigs. Then, then it'll really be all time to shine. Fucking <laughs> rant at you about Dutch tilt, motherfuckers use that shit too much, dude. Stop Dutch tilting. Like, unless it's communicating something important, stop doing it, you fucks. Anyway, uh, mostly I'm just using that. I'll pull the plug on you because we have to get to the headlines. We need to get to headlines, goddammit. Headlines it is. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. I noticed how deep into the pod we were, and it seemed like we should probably start talking about our actual headlines. Uh, okay, so headline numero uno, Jack Smith, etc. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend to know the any of the details about this, so I'm just going to let Mike talk so I don't embarrass myself. So uh, the Trump Trump's legal strategy for the case that's actually going to 100% happen before the election, and thus the one case he is trying to delay desperately, involves... Uh, just uh, trying to stall it out, trying to push it back. And the judge has already, in this case, said, March 4th, and we're having this trial. So let's we're doing this. So Trump waited until the last possible second to file an appeal. And basically his appeal for this case right now is the president has supreme immunity for everything he did. Fuck off. You, you, you're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what I did was wrong. Pound sand, judge. Pound sand, American legal system. And there were people who were just like, well, this is annoying because he's going to appeal this. He's going to lose the appeal. Then he's going to reappeal to the Supreme Court. 
and then they could drag their feet on this. And this could all, again, just the whole point of this is stalling. The whole point of this is kicking the can down the road and dragging this thing out. So hopefully it gets closer to the election and Trump can claim election interference and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Jack Smith, in a move that all the legal scholars I've been reading said, there's a pretty, uh, pretty unusual move and kind of a bold decision on his part. Jack Smith was like, yeah, this is being appealed to the Supreme, to this like appellate court system. Nuts to all that. I'm just going to directly ask the Supreme Court to rule on this right now so we can get this over with. And so Jack Smith filed an appeal before the Supreme Court saying, look, this is an extraordinary case with extraordinary circumstances that needs to be taken care of ASAP. So uh, please, Supreme Court. if, If this sort of thing isn't for the Supreme Court to decide, then why the fuck do we have a Supreme Court? Right, exactly. It's literally just like, like, does becoming president of the United States make you immune to, like, criminal prosecution? Y slash N. And we already have plenty of legal precedent, mostly involving Richard Nixon back when Watergate was the thing, and it was possible he could have gone to jail for that shit. We have plenty of legal precedent where the Supreme Court's been like, no, the president is not above the law. So... uh, The Supreme Court has stated that they are receptive to this concept, uh, so there's a lot of legal tea leave reading about if the shitty conservative block of SCOTUS is going to try to pull something where they do throw sand in the gears to slow this thing down. Do they do they dismiss it immediately? What are they going to do? Because, and I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, well, this is bad because the Supreme Court's going to screw with him. He made a mistake. And it's like, well, no, because it was always going to be their decision. These assholes were always going to be the ones to make the call. Jack Smith's just asking them to shit or get off the pot now instead of letting them lollygag about it for forever later on. So also it's an insane precedent for them to set. And like, no matter how packed the Supreme court is like, that's going to be a hard one to, to get through because, you know, you have to be pretty confident that your guy's going to win. Like at least in the short term, if you set that precedent, otherwise what's to stop Joe Biden like on the first day of his second term for just going into the Supreme Court with a gun and just being like, <laughs> I want you, 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 and you off the off the bench and just blam, 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 blam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the Supreme Court's all Democrats that I appointed now. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? So is the Senate and the House because Joe Biden and his diplomatic immunity gun has yeah, just fucking- cleared out. Yeah, Dark Brandon is here, thanks to fucking no dissent or whatever, you know, like fucking, yeah, Yeah. so insane. Right, yeah, and the thing is, I mean, a lot of people are, like, worried about this, but as a lot of people have pointed out, the Supreme Court has told Trump to go fuck himself countless times, because I remember when QAnon was all excited when Texas, like, sued Pennsylvania for how they ran the election, and they were like, oh, it's happening, oh, the election's getting overturned, and then the Supreme Court was like, no, that, that shit's fucking ridiculous, there's no goddamn way that flies, get fucked, Texas, and then they were like, no, betrayed, so it's like... I, I, like, I love the world in which, like, they successfully get the Supreme Court to just be like, yeah, you can't prosecute the president or former president of the United States, that's crazy, and then in response, Joe Biden's just like, well, in that case, you know, I really think I did help my son with all those financial deals, so... If you could just fuck that case right the fuck off, that would be great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just, yeah, that would be excellent. Just, but no, not like that. He's like, you can't prosecute me for shit. And, you know, my son wasn't on that. So there's no, it's, it's done. I'm the president. The president is great. 
Thank you for your fucking president powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so because that's very unlikely to happen, QAnon has already concocted a conspiracy theory about why Trump is doing this. And that is that Trump knows he's going to lose, but they want to set the precedent that the president can go to jail. That way we can get Biden and Obama after Trump wins re-election in a massive landslide and blah, blah, blah. So like they, they already know what they're going to say when Trump loses, which he will, because that's that's what QAnon's always about. It's all about coping and finding ways to spin defeats into victories and all that good stuff. They're just it it, it it you you just have to be moving forward. The conspiracy theory must be winning at all times, and if it's not, or people can't see how it's winning, you have to explain how it's winning because it's always winning. Just accept that. Yeah, and or you have to always be setting up your next little airbag of copium. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, I brought the band up uh, previously, so let's get right back to talking about him and his sweet cock. I mean, no, uh, his uh, legal troubles. Uh, Hunter Biden, he's 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 a mad dog. He refuses he refuses to be witch hunted, etc. He Some keeps getting stuff- cooler. Some of this stuff yes. just happened today. Uh, Mike, fill the people uh, who might not know in uh, on what's going on with Hunter uh, Dark Brandon Biden. So our boy uh, Hunter Biden, who is apparently going to be indicted for more income tax bullshit, which uh, the lawyers previously said they didn't know that they could win those cases or not. But hey, fuck it at this point. We don't care. We're just going to throw it shit at the wall. Uh, Hunter Biden was subpoenaed to testify before the Republican committee about whatever the fuck it is they wanted him to testify about. And Hunter said, I will do that in public if you want. And the Republicans were like, no, we want you to do it in a closed session of Congress. And he was like, no, that's bullshit because I know what you're going to do. You're just going to like lie about what I said to the public. And I don't want that. So if you want me to testify, it will be in public. And the Republicans were like, hard pass. The last thing on earth we want you to do is answer our questions in front of cameras. So that's basically what happened today was Hunter Biden went to Washington, got in front of uh, the Capitol grounds, gave a speech about how he'd be glad to testify publicly, but they don't want him to do that. So they're not letting him. So he is just not going to testify privately because he knows exactly what will happen if he did so. And the Republicans are now like, oh, curse you, Hunter. And now QAnon and all these other people are impotently shaking their fists and demanding that the Hunter be indicted for contempt of Congress. They're like, how which... dare he ignore a subpoena? And it's just like, yes. you guys have been ignoring uh, ignoring just so many subpoenas recently. They're just like, yeah, but still. Yeah, no, not not yeah. but still, you dumb fucks. Right. Yep, yeah, Jim, Jim Jordan, who docked a subpoena for forever, is one of the ones banging his fist on the table and being like, what this Hunter Biden is doing is totally unbecoming, and I can't believe the nerve of this man. And it's like, Jim, you literally did the exact same thing. And on top of that, you never said that you were willing to publicly testify before the committee. You were just like, I ain't testifying. Screw you. Pound sand. Good luck. And so people are just like, well, if Merrick Garland doesn't de- indict Hunter Biden, then he has to indict Jim Jordan and all the rest of these chuds who did the exact same thing. So this is going to be uh, super fun on the bun bullshit for them and good on Hunter for calling their bluff. Because, again, if they did indict him, he, boy, howdy, would he have a good case for selective prosecution? I mean, it's not even this isn't even like uh, a tough one to sell to a jury that he's being picked on for a specific reason. 
And, yeah, I mean, he was uh, sort of making his case when, in his announcement thing today when he was just like, these motherfuckers like, we're showing like, nude pictures of me, like meetings and stuff. This shit is wild. It's yeah, like, it's... yeah, any rational person would just be like, oh, like, even if this dude is guilty of some crimes, like, why are we showing these, like, nude photos of him at this, like, fucking, uh, this government meeting? Like, what's going on? <laughs> this man has done crimes, and by the way, here's a picture of his giant hog. Um, what does the hog have to do with the crimes? Nothing. I just wanted to put nudie pics of Hunter Biden into the congressional record. I'm just, I'm just mad thirsty for Hunter D. I think is what yes. Marjorie Taylor Greene said there. I think that was her exact yeah. quote verbatim. I'm thirsty 100%. for that Hunter D. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Joe Biden, apparently there's been some talk that like behind the scenes, he's really not happy about this and that he feels bad that the Hunter's going through all this shit. And he's basically just sort of like, damn, if I had not run for president and won, my only living son wouldn't be going through all this shit now. Because it's really like, Joe Biden's life is like super grim if you actually look at it because his first wife and two of his kids were killed in a car accident. His two remaining living children, uh, one of them died in, of brain cancer that he got from being exposed to toxic chemicals while he was, while he was serving in the military. Hunter's been a massive screw up his whole life who's now trying to get his shit together and is now being indicted for crimes literally just because he's the president's son. And they're doing this to try to make his dad president sad about it. I mean, it's just, it's like, fuck, man. I mean, <laughs> Joe Biden's made out of stronger Heavy is the stuff head than I am. the crown, you know? Yes, absolutely. And that's like one of the things like so like sick is uh, every now and then when Biden's in Delaware going to church, he'll like go to like the one of the gravesites of his, of his son and these like reporters will be like hey mr biden how do you feel about this issue and blah 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 it's like motherfucker he's grieving like can you could you give him nope can't give him a second's notice gotta talk gotta yell at him about the farm bill i'm just like <laughs> God, hey there's this new poll that says you're losing by three in nevada what's going on biden yeah it's like it's like oh my god so yeah it's uh Fun on a bun that this is the nonsense we're going through with right now. With um, yeah, I mean to be fair, we we did give it to Trump as well. Like you know, we were all we were always just like, isn't it super weird that Trump wants to fuck his own daughter? And you know, that's normally <laughs> stuff that would be kept inside of a family and it wouldn't be coming under such intense scrutiny. But you know, it is what it is. You become the president, yeah. and suddenly people are just like, isn't it kind of weird that you said that your daughter is like fuckable? There's all these pictures of her like on your lap, like it's. When she was like an early teen and stuff, she's just, you know, I paints it in a different light. But again, that's the scrutiny of being the president, man. If you're the president and you want to bone your own daughter, people are going to talk about it. I've always said that. Yes. yes. That's, a, that's one of my many <laughs> mottos to live by. Yes. L's trenchant political analysis, I've always said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 add, we'll add that one to the list. You know, if, if, you, <laughs> if, if you become the president of the United States and you want to fuck your daughter, people are going to talk about it. It, it, goes, it goes right. It goes right up there with the juiciest fruit, Hank's the lowest, and uh, a little pettiness is good for the blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean, so, slow, slowish, like big headline week this week, but we, luckily we got a lot of meat on the boosh bone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's always the weird holidays, when that you know. People people don't want to do headlines. They're too right. tired of headlines. I mean, it, it, including you, apparently. You sound like Daria right now. 
I, I, I thought Haley just like saw that we di- didn't have a lot going for us. So she decided to just end the headline segment with some ASMR, just like throw it in there <laughs> for our listeners. Our listeners are kind of zoning out a little. They're waiting for the ma- mailbag. And then Haley just, just comes in with a whisper and boom, <laughs> they just get that, the hairs at the back of their necks just standing up. They're like, ah! Oh! Feeling yes. tingly, listeners. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Yin Yang twins. Yeah, I, I have a coworker who uh, she wants to do ASMR blackjack. She wants to like shuffle the cards and like play with the chips and just see if like you do all that kind of crunchy, crinkly stuff and see if people are interested in that. So yeah, we're we're we're, we're trying to explore new fields of ASMR. It's great. It's gonna be yeah, that's a good one. It's good match. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of people that are not us, do we want to get to our listener mailbag? Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. I think Haley was stifling a yawn, but it looked like she was fucking, it looked like she was gasping. Like I like like I said something. Like I was just like I'm pretty sure I just said let's get into the mailbag, but I was just like, did I say like something crazy? I've been yawning a lot. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> she looked so offended and shocked, like covering her mouth with shock. <laughs> I was just like, did I disassociate and like dr- drop like a fucking I'm sorry, hot take I keep about the, the Israel situation or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't worry Haley, we can edit it out <laughs> no just kidding i just thought it was really funny uh me bad asks a hollow earth versus flat earth which one abuses science more <laughs> abuses science more yes i would i mean it has to be flatter right i mean yeah because like we we know like we just we've never been, we've never done an expedition to the center of the earth you know what i mean so like in theory it's like schrodinger's center of the earth anything could be like in there the core we did in the core you remember with stanley tucci again if you want to turn this into a movie podcast i will do that immediately <laughs> like yes i remember the core but in, in, in the irl we've never we've never taken that sweet expedition versus mm-hmm. We have been to space. We've seen our sweet spherical Earth in all its fucking spherical glory. And the idea that all of the sky is a fucking man-made dome that covers everything we can perceive is fucking madness, dude. Like, that's, like, you look at the pyramids and you're just like, damn, dude, how did people make that? Yeah, a dome that covers the entire world is so much bigger than that. It's fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. Sorry, I agree with you. I hate flat Earth so much. I would say that I would say flat Earth spits in the eye of science way more than hollow Earth. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, well, go ahead. Any Kelly, go ahead. any any flat Earth believer, we could hypothetically throw them up into space and show them the truth. But hollow Earth people, it's like, what are you gonna do? Get them a like spaceship that goes into the core with Stanley Tucci? We just it's not there. It's not no, in there. We need to get them in a spaceship headed towards the sun, like uh, mm-hmm. Sunshine by Killian oh, yeah. Murphy. So mm-hmm. you can do a movie podcast right now. <laughs> me, me and Sarge were always trying to wrestle the podcast towards TV and movies. We were like, <laughs> ah, this QAnon stuff is such a bummer. Let's talk about 80s cartoons. Well, you know, QAnon <laughs> is so movie centric that we could kind of make it half movie podcast. Their output oh. just like isn't great enough. Like if they, if they were cranking out enough content where we could just literally become, hey, every week we watch a crazy QAnon movie and then discuss it, I would love that because <laughs> do, doing that for the bonus content with like White Squall or whatever it was and all that shit, like was, like that was some of the most fun like I've ever had recording these shows. 
Oh yeah, I, I, I we we could do the Ben Shapiro terrible movies like the the, the his school shooting movie. The movie they're doing now where men are playing basketball against women and apparently it's supposed to be hilarious and it's not. I mean, there is a bunch of like terrible right wing media content out there. That is a thing that exists. It's just a question of if there's like enough people that want to listen to people dunking on that shit, which, hey, I'm 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 game for anything. I'm a consumer whore, and how? This would be a weird way to find out if there was an audience to that, because it would just make you, people who are already part of our audience, would you be, would you be a part of our audience if we were a completely different thing? Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't don't get me wrong. I, I love I love stupid movies, and, and I, I do. I, I did really love all the stupid, nonsensical conspiracy horseshit that was in all those QAnon movies. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be down to do some more of that. Anyway, yeah. So to to, to answer your question, Flat Earth. (laughs) What about you, Mike? Flat Earth be Hollow Earth? What's up? Oh, Flat Earth's the worst because it doesn't, there's no scientific sense to it at all. It's like so disproven by realities in every which way that it's, in order to believe in Flat Earth, you're basically just obstinately stating that you're never going to be, have your mind changed by facts, evidence, or anything. You're just, I, I believe in this thing and that's it. And I just, I'm just like, locked into my belief system uh one of the dumb flat earthers not that there's a smart flat earther out there one of the dumb flat earthers that is a QAnon promoter he posted a photo of the earth from one of the satellites that's around it and he was like this satellite's supposed to be all this far away from the earth but they can't show the top and the bottom of the earth and the photo makes you wonder and I clicked on the article that he uh, sent, that he posted it from, and it was like on Fox News. And then I found the photo that he sh- that he found, and then I searched for the photo online, and I found the uncropped image that just showed the full Earth in all of its round glory. And I literally posted it to him. I'm like, "Hey, buddy, that the, the photo you're lo- we were looking at was cropped. Here's the real one." And he had no reply. Did not answer me at all. Hashtag None of his cropped re- Earth. Am I right, guys? Yes. <laughs> We've had cropped earth. We've had thick earth. We're all about the shape of the earth on this podcast. We're really obsessed with it. Uh, my buddy, one of my buddies has for years asserted that the, the earth is neither rounded nor flat. It is shaped like a dinosaur chicken nugget. I can accept dinosaur chicken nugget. When I say several years, I'm talking like 15 years. But I like that one too. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. I think one, yeah, one of my friends, uh, when they visited me and I gave them the tour of Salem, uh, they were wearing the shirt where all the eight other planets in our solar system are spheres, but the earth is just flat for no fucking reason. And it's just like the, here's the solar system, Mercury, Venus, flat earth, and then round everything else. They're all flat. Our, our solar system is like pogs. (laughs) The sun sun is the great slammer. And then we are, we are, we are, but pogs orbiting it. (laughs) I'd be willing to accept that. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, these people are just so ridiculous. Uh, I mean, Hollow Earth is incredibly dumb and it obviously doesn't work, but it's just not something that's like observably untrue because, I mean, ancient Greeks and shit just like did experiments with shadows and we're just like, boom, these, these shadows prove that there's a curvature to the Earth. We we solved that problem. It's done. How about like a, just like a sick observation with your fucking eyeballs when you're like like high enough and the day is clear. And you're just like, oh, it curves a little. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's fucking well, fucking yeah. weird, isn't it? 
<laughs> yeah, or, or or when you watch a ship sit, like go over the horizon and disappear, it's like you know what would not happen on a flat Earth that <laughs> the ship would need. No, wait, man, it's just hitting a vanishing point. It's just very, oh, right. very, very far away from you. Perfectly straight, <laughs> but very like so far away. Yes. <laughs> God, it's like Las Vegas. It's like oh, the Atlantic <laughs> right down the street, and four yep. miles later. Yes, and then you die of heat stroke because you're in Nevada. Oh yeah, I know. I know well of Nevada, of uh, the Las Vegas Strip's uh, lies of visual, uh, intri- visual lying because you're just like these giant buildings have to be so close because they're giant. It's like nope, it's just a really giant building. You had no idea how far away it actually was. You huge moron. All right, uh, next question. Yeah. Uh, so XXX Squirrel asks, did the, did the allegedly race-based mass shooting in Vermont get any notice anywhere by anyone? I seem to have blinked and missed it. Uh, the answer is no, it did not get any interest from anybody. I had to look it up after I read this question, and I was just like, holy shit. There was some lunatic who shot some Palestinians in Vermont. What the fuck? That's really screwed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. saw their it mom on It didn't on get any media coverage, now. unfortunately, because none of them died. Right, one of them is paralyzed. Yeah. One's that paralyzed. Was Which yeah, is like me, the mysterious L of the Adventures of the Hellboy podcast. Like I, it is. I, 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 let me go on record and say it's tragic and it sucks. And you know, it was worth more attention than it got. But the grim reality of the situation is that because none of them died, it was not a story that people were really too invested in. Because this is America, Murderland. Like our gun. Yeah, our, if, our, if, our, if you haven't killed at least three people, you're just like not really news in America. Which is fucked up. Like, America is fucked up. And if you're an American, you should realize that America's fucked up. <laughs> yes. That is true. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... it, it's really unfortunate. But I, like, even I, in my, in my not, you know, like, I did see enough headlines where I knew what was talking. Like, what, once the, the Palestinian angle got brought back up, I was just like, oh, right. Like, that's the sort of, like, hate-based racial murder that's happening right now. Like, because in my head, I'm just so used to it being, like, black people or whatever. Uh, that I was just like, oh, now that you've mentioned that there were Palestinians, I do remember this story. It got headlines for, like, a day. Then it was reported that one of them was paralyzed, but they were all going to make it. And then everybody was just like, all going to make it. Boo. And then scattered immediately. <laughs> it's like, yeah. fuck, you. <laughs> fuck you, you ghouls. Yeah. It's not like the guy didn't try to kill all of them. It was an attempted murder on three of them because of, like, their racial makeup. Like, you know. And they were wearing the scarf. They were wearing the kufiyah. All three of them. Uh, Because there's actually some local lawmakers that here that call it, like, a murder scarf. That's what they call it. Um. So yeah, that's kind of like the level that we're at with some things, and it's like, yeah, that kind of language is not helpful. But what do I know? I'm just yeah, uh, a, I'm just a podcaster. Yeah, uh, for those of you who uh, you're, this is theater of the mind. When you're when you're when Haley said murder scarf, my eyes rolled into the back of my head so hard I could see my brain. That it's was true. Like, it's the day. Uh, it was a pretty hardcore eye uh, roll. Which is fucking really out of pocket because you guys have to realize that, like, we're still in a post-China virus world. You have to give people some slack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I actually, like, months ago just heard somebody in the wild bring up the Kung Flu. And I was like, what the fuck? Really? Oh, my (laughs) God. 
Was it the Dice Man? Because that is a cool name. <laughs> like, like um, I, I, I thought that was like even even for the people who who like a casual racism. I thought that would like was retired when we were like like transitioning out of quarantine and stuff like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> Once everybody was getting used to the new normal, it was just like, oh, we're not going to call it that racist thing anymore, right? Because we have to be around other people and they're going to look at us sideways. Not because we're not racist. Lord knows we are racist. But we don't want to be that way in public because we don't want the hassle. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a few weeks ago, some guy, I, he he was the main character on Twitter for like four hours because on some podcast, he was just like, hey, if like a million white people all said the N-word at once, we'd all be allowed to say it and, and this whole dumb thing would be over. And it was just like, buddy, why don't you go first then? Why don't Why don't you just do that then? I mean... If it means that much to you, if you really want to say it that badly, oh my god! Oh yeah, there's that legendary clip of God. I can't remember who it was, but some black like news anchor or whatever ambushing his colleague on the air, which is being like, "So say it then." And the guy's just like, "Well, you know, I can't." He's just like, "Sure you can. You're an American. Go ahead and say it." And the guy's just like, "Well, I." Uh, it's just like, "Yeah, just say it, buddy. You want to say it so bad?" Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, "Go nuts! Here's your opportunity. Cameras rolling, buddy. Yeah. Say the yeah. word." Yep, do it. <laughs> but pa- power to you, motherfucker. Here you go. Yep. <laughs> say, say it with your chest. Be proud. Also, for the record, uh, no. If a million people said, if a million white people all said it simultaneously all at once, it would not solve anything. Nope. We would just. It would lead to a a lot of confused, like colored people. B, a lot of fucking white people just getting pummeled, like just immediately. <laughs> Just, just beaten beyond all sense of recognition. Yeah, like, and, and and those who could not be attacked would uh, enjoy losing their jobs very quickly because it'd be like, what the fuck? Why were you involved in that mass moment of racism? Was this like some sort of plot of Kingsman where instead of violence, everyone just became dumb racist? It, it was, it was a uh, we were taking it back, man. We're just trying to like it was a protest, and it's just like, why are you protesting whether or not you should be able to use a racial slur? It's like, hey man, this thing has been tagged as racial slur. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yes. White white people so entitled. They're like, but yeah. that was our word for them. <laughs> it's ours. We should be able to say it. And it's like, no. You can you, say it. It's like yeah, first, say it. first of all, you can't say it. You can and second say of all, it. you say want to be able to say it without repercussions. And because society made the call on that one. It's yep. over for you. Let it go. Yep. <laughs> Say it all you want, but with repercussions. That's your option. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the option we all exercise. We're all batting yep. zero, as far as I know. Zeros across the board. Like yep. you know, it's just really easy not to say that word. So easy. So easy. <laughs> Use a different word. Any yep. other word. If you're rapping along to a song you really like, and you come to that word, use the word fellow or fella. You don't want to go with yeah. the hard O. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, finally, Eric, the deep state operative, says, is there anything besides piles of cash uh, that, would, that would pill you, that would red pill you guys? Um, uh, yeah, superpowers. I'll do anything <laughs> for superpowers. Literally anything. <laughs> I've said it before uh, and I'll say it again. Give me superpowers and I'm yours, baby. <laughs> 
How red pill are we talking? Like, what are we talking here? Like, no, uh, he, he didn't say. Just how, like, what would what would it take to red pill you besides piles of cash? Like, like if I actually saw a real video of Frazzle Drip, then I would believe it. I would finally believe it. It would have to be undoctored. It would have to be real. You know, if right. you show me proof of some of these things you're saying, goddamn it, then maybe I'll believe some of it. You know, maybe. What else is what else, you know? What right. else is the, something that they claim? Show me Hillary that the earth is flat. Video, yeah, show me the Trump. show me the face carving video for real. Yeah. And um, maybe I'll just show me it. Just let me see yeah. it. And yeah. yep. show me that the earth is flat. Just let me see it and then I'll believe you. But so far nothing, so I haven't been red pilled on any of that shit. Yeah. Show me show us some footage that we can take to independent analysts to get verified of some guy just like <laughs> walking off the earth you know like, yeah, yeah. like we're, here we are at the edge of the world Whoa! it just fall, it drifts off into space right off the side of the disc or whatever like it just that would that would do it you know yep like yeah i mean this is what i've said to these QAnon people for forever it's like i want to be pilled i want to live in your world because the world you live in is so magical and insane and god and the devil are literally in a fist fight just beating the shit out of each other and that sounds so much more exciting than that's how i feel watching... with my, my cryptid friends i have friends right. who really like cryptid stuff and, and, and for the record they're also skeptics they just like the stories and so like that but i'm right there with them but we're all just like fuck god like yes obviously like we want it to be true so bad like we want like if somebody was just like yo i turned up at the local police station and guess what i have it's a mothman carcass i got him <laughs> Here he is. It's fucking Jeepers Creepers, dude. Like, look at him. Like, he's fucking real. And, like, here's a body and dissect it. And, like, the government can't make it disappear because I live streamed it. And, like, dude, he's here. That would be great. I want that. Or a Bigfoot. You're just like, oh, you know what we found in our backyard? Living Bigfoot. We Here he is. He's drinking beer in our living room. No more he's blurry photos. He's right he's here. He's bad clear. Here he's at 4K. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got to play a Fortnite. He's really bad at it, but it seems to entertain him. And he's not tearing our heads off, so we're going to let him do it. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. It would just be like, oh my god, I live in a much more magical world. Like you know, like like this opens up the doors to so many more things to be potentially true. That just prove one of them: a chupacabra, a Mothman, a Loch Ness monster, a Bigfoot. Any one of these motherfuckers. Give me one, just one. And yeah. it opens up the door for all of them. And you're just like, holy shit, the world is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me take a vaccine and then 30 minutes later, draw my blood and then show me the nanobots that are now swimming in my blood as a result of the vaccine. That's all I want. Just show me evidence. I've I've been begging these people since I started covering QAnon, like, I don't know, six years ago. Just you can pill me so easily. You just have to prove your claims. That's all I want. And, and, and I think like I think like the nanobots would be crazy too, because that's a level of super science that once that's introduced to your life as a possibility, like fuck what they're doing in my blood. Like what else are they doing? What what else can right. they do? Like you've got fucking oh. nano machines already? What is going on? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like like that's like um our our boy, the bleach drinker, Jordan Sather, he's always talking about how the government has like zero gravity drives and free energy and they're just hiding it from us. 
And I always like listen to that shit. And I'm just like, you, you do realize that America doesn't like being dependent on oil from the Middle East and all that kind of shit. You think if we had free energy, we would be like, hey, guess what, Middle East? Boom. Here is our fusion battery cells. We know now all our cars are going to drive on these. We're going to heat our houses with fusion. We don't need your oil anymore. Go piss up a rope. And then, yeah. And then also, just... I'm sure that there are a lot of scientists out there that have a lot of like ideas that would be really useful to humanity that are just impractical because it would require unlimited amounts of free energy. Like, I'm pretty like, you know, if we're worried about nuclear bombs, you don't think that we could probably set up some sort of missile defense system that's just like, well, yeah, that'd be really great. <laughs> it requires so much energy. It's like, yeah, we, we got that. It shoots lasers. It's unlimited. <laughs> it shoots a laser that blows up a missile. It never runs out of energy because the energy is unlimited. It's great. It's fucking sick. <laughs> or like, why are we still troop transporting with fossil fuels on like slow fucking airplanes or whatever? Like if we have the UFOs, why aren't we just like still team six again? Oh, we found the caves of Osama's in. Fuck a black helicopter. Dude, we sent a UFO in there. We anti-graphed him out of the cave. He's ours now. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, when Ronald Reagan was like, hey, I want a laser defense system to protect America from the Soviet Union. Like, none of our scientists were like, don't tell him we have it. <laughs> like, we're all in bed with the Saudis for some reason. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Mr. President, we, we actually can do that. We'll, we'll have it up and running in six months. No must, oh, no yeah, that's, a, that's another thing America might be interested in if we had access to some sort of way to create unlimited free energy. A fucking weapon. Like a weapon yes. in space. Like yeah. a laser in space that could destroy anything <laughs> on our spherical planet at any moment. Just yeah. hey, it, we we're using our unlimited energy. We have a battery of that fucking thing, and yeah. it'll just hey, nice Moscow. It's over for yeah. that. Boom, no more Moscow. <laughs> yeah. Like, see you later. We did yeah. it. Yeah, we just for the fuck like it, it. It just seems so unreasonable to believe that the government has access to this technology and can replicate it. And like we're it, it isn't. You know what I mean? They're like yes. our, our government doesn't like to exercise caution. Or restraint. We spent $3 trillion on a jet. Like, by the time it was done, drones were a thing. Like, really crazy. <laughs> yeah. God, these people are... So, what a bunch of clown. So there you go. My red pill ticket is a superpower. Haley just wants a fucking proof. And Mike also wants proof, but if, like a crazier thing. Like, the like some of, uh, proof of some of the craziest shit. Yes, I want crazy. I want proof of madness. I want proof of absolute unhinged Sh- madness. Send the Biden hologram to my birthday party. You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> and that brings us to our final question, which, as always, is: What are you guys looking forward to? Uh. <sighs> that sound I made is because I, 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 I once again don't really have a great answer for this because all, all of my all of my excitement this like right now is tied up in the same sort of general bubble of like my holiday plans i'm going to a zoo well i guess this one's a new one i don't think i talked about last week because i don't think i had it planned yet i'm going to a late night zoo trip where like one of the local zoos is all like done up in lights and stuff for the holiday season uh so you go after dark and uh we're going for a friend's birthday party so there's gonna be like 20 of us we did it last year too we just roll mob deep to the zoo and just have a good time. You know, it's late, it's late enough that there aren't really a lot of kids around. Like, right when we got there, there were a bunch of kids, but they quickly dispersed because it was cold and night, which was great because then it was just like, you know, in the middle of a zoo, not hurt nobody. A little vape action. Boop, boop. Makes the night really <laughs> magical. It's like, oh, the lights Do are. Do they put lights so up good. at your zoo? 
Yeah, yeah. The, the, this one's like an event that they do every holiday where they like mm. they they really they really light it up. Do they call it zoo lights? <laughs> they do. Yes. Ours is called zoo lights too. Wow, I thought we were unique, but it's all a lie. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's like a nationwide thing then, or, like, <laughs> or, or just like a thing that a bunch of zoos get together and do nationwide to help drive business during the slow season. Mm-hmm. Because winter yeah, is actually our fast. Winter is actually so. It, the city is so fucking busy right now because we uh, feel this normal. Weather during, tourism. Yeah, it's weather tourism. We we just feel normal during the winter. So a bunch of fucking people come down and stay here during the winter. Snowbirds, and um, it's annoying. Yeah, so, that's, that, that's fair. That sounds like a pain in the ass. That's what Ours. I'm looking forward to. Them fucking going going away. Go away. Oh, you know what? I, I made that stupid noise, and it turns out that this zoo thing reminded me that I have another thing to also be really interested in. There's a great Mexican place near the zoo where I can get, I think it's called Mocolete. Is that what it's called? It's like a crazy, it's like a stone bowl. Like, like it's just like mad fucking hot. It's got like a delicious stew in it. Yeah. They have a very good version of that. I had never heard of it until last year, and then I heard about it like three days before going to this thing. And then I got to this place that was on the menu. I got it. And it was delightful, even though I burned the shit out of my mouth because it's very hot. And I'm going to do that again this year, hopefully without the burning of my mouth part. I'll just like look at it for a couple of minutes while it bubbles over and just be like, wow, what a what a thing. Delicious, that sounds though. great and delicious. And mad cheap. I think it was like $18. I was like, there's a lot of food for 18 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, what are you excited Mike? for, Mike? Uh, I'm excited because I just checked Twitter and apparently Rudy is going to testify tomorrow. That's what he's claiming. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell the truth and the world's going to find out about it. It's like, bully on you. I I remember Trump said he was going to do the same thing and then he backed the fuck out as soon as it actually came time for him to take the oath and sit down in the witness stand. So, uh, yeah, Godspeed, uh, Rudy. Well, well, can't wait to see you do that. Just add, add an extra couple zeros to the check you're going to be cutting to your, the people you defamed for being the piece of shit that you are. Oh, man. Uh, beyond that, uh, I'm looking forward to just uh, sneaking off to get some ice cream because in the winter, no one goes to the ice cream place that me and Elle go to all the time. And you can just zip in, get your ice cream and zip out. Oh, dude, in that the... place is fucking so gas. Even though they got rid of yeah. both of my favorite flavors for their video, but fuck, God, Ooh, it's so yeah. good. But yeah, in, in the summer, it's like if you go there, just add an extra forty-five minutes to your stay time because uh, whatever they pay their help, it is not enough because they literally have a line twenty deep from like the moment basically the moment business ends on a on a on a weekday or the weekend, it's just packed just slam a jam it that, that place is literally printing money elon elon musk couldn't give those people a number to sell their business to him they'd be like why we, we have infinite cash there's nothing you could give us that would make it worthwhile for us to leave so yeah. sounds like some good ass ice cream oh it is they, oh uh, you like you wouldn't believe i mean it, yeah. it's, it's like i'm sure there are better ice creams out there but for like your local spot it's a very very good local spot yes absolutely well done uh well i'm yep. jealous of you mike uh, but on that note, we are going to uh, we're, we're, we're going to board an elegant horse and carriage and elegantly leave Hellworld this week. So elegant. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Dear listener, a.k.a. Beautiful Baby, if you want to support the show even more and for free, you can do so by giving us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from. 
if you want to give us some of your hard-earned money, you can do so. We'll be happy to take it. We enjoy our tips. You can visit patreon.com slash politics. If you donate $5 or more per month, you get access to our bonus content, which includes all those movie breakdowns we were referencing earlier and all the stuff I said was some of my most fun recording the show for what it's worth. Was it just a shameless plug? Did that content suck and I was lying to, to shill here at this moment? Maybe. Who, who, who could know? Not even you, our dear listener. But no, it, it is good content. So if you give us $5 more per month, you get access to all of that. Uh, thank you so much for all the beautiful babies up in the crib. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally get that. You can do some good with it in a number of ways, but we suggest love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our now remixed opening theme song. Thanks to Frosty, our buddy uh, who does all of our uh, bumps in the voice of Q when we need it, uh, who I believe you can still find on Twitter at FrostyBO. You can find the show on Twitter still at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. Uh, you can find myself on Blue Sky at Mysterious L. You can find Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, on Blue Sky uh, under that moniker, as well as other platforms as well. And uh, Mike Reigns, of course, on various social media platforms at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed, patriots!